recording yet. Yeah. I thought, because you say you're ready. Okay. All right. Um, now we're recording. Now we're Gucci? Yes. All right. Hey there, party people. I'm Isaac, and I'm raiding tombs. And I'm Claire, and I'm getting ready for some pastries. And this is... Make, Make that, that game! Game! <laughs> Where we pitch the latest... And greatest... New video game ideas... That will never be made... Okay, well, Isaac, what have you been up to? What have you been gaming lately? Um, so I tried to play Tomb Raider 1 on Steam, uh, which is an old game from like 1996. It was originally on the, I believe originally on the PlayStation 1, and I had it on Steam. I've had it for a while, um, and I remember having troubles with it before, but, you know, with all the updates I've made to my computer in the five years since then and getting a new controller and all that, I was like, now's my time to play Tomb Raider 1 on, on Steam. But, um, it didn't, it didn't work. It, well, so it worked. Like the game started and, and stuff and I could navigate the menus with the controller stick, the directional stick on my controller, mm -hmm. but it did not accept input from any other button on my controller, which I thought was the weirdest thing. It was like, oh yeah, no, controller. Yeah, I understand controllers. You can definitely use a controller, but only one specific part of it. That was strange. That was strange. So I gave up on trying to play it. Very sad about that. I was about to relive my er my my early childhood. Aww. But nope. Denied. Um, I also played a little game called Eastward, which is a... Um, action game, I guess. I thought that it was going to be a straight turn-based RPG, which is why I'm hesitating about this. But it's more like a Legend of Zelda-style game. With top-down action, smack things with frying pans stuff going on. And I played probably an hour and a half of it, but I spent almost all of that time. They have, like, this little sub-game. Like, they have an arcade cabinet where you can play a game within the game. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I mostly played the game within the game, so I can't really say much about what Eastward actually is. But I can tell you... What, uh, what, who, Night Dawn, I think it's called Night's Dawn, K-N-I-G-H-T, inside of the game, but it's, it's a, it's a cute little game so far, and I like the game within the game aspect, and I'm wondering if there's going to be other games within the game, or if it's just going to be, like, uh, like, I don't know if you're familiar with the Watchmen comics. No. But, uh... <laughs> Not at all. Okay, so they, they have this thing where there is a comic within the comic, Oh, okay. And the comic within the comic kind of foreshadows and, like, goes along with the storyline with the actual comic itself. And I'm wondering if, if this game within a game situation is going to be like that. That would be pretty cool. Um, 
but yeah, that's that's uh, I guess my latest gaming endeavors and news. That seems pretty light. I feel like I've gamed more than that, but maybe maybe not. Anyways, how about you? Have you been doing that gaming? Hmm. I kind of have not actually because I was traveling a lot this week. I know oh, we yeah. mentioned. <laughs> I know we mentioned our two <laughs> our our one week wedding last time, but after that, I went to Denver, so I haven't been back that long. Um, and I was it was for work, so it wasn't like I was like, oh yeah, let me game on vacation all all the time. Um, I did not do that. No, but you watched. should have in no. the office <laughs> even. Well, <laughs> well, I don't know, but yeah, uh, so I haven't really been gaming a ton. Um, yeah, I mean, I've been playing, you know, Matchington Manor is my go-to, you know, just kind of sitting counts. around game, definitely play that, um, but other than that, I haven't really been playing anything. Um, I did play some things for my Honk and Bonk section, but we'll get to that when we get to that, and um, I do have some news, though. It's not that big, but... While we were uh, gallivanting all over the place, uh, Kirby's Dream Buffet has actually been released. It is out. Oh, shoot. That was yeah. like the 16th or 17th, wasn't it? Yeah, it came out on August 17th. So it is, uh, it is here and we have yet to play it. Dang, nab it. So we'll have to get that and hopefully we can honk and bonk it next week. Um, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. For those of you who are excited about a multiplayer Kirby roll em up uh, pastry themed adventure... It's Which ready we all for are. Yeah. It's ready for you. Um, the other exciting news is that I have, we ordered and I have received the motion sick glasses from TikTok with the little colored uh, liquid in them. Um, we haven't tried them yet because I really want to live stream it for all of our listeners out there. <laughs> so um, in the near future, I don't know exactly when, we'll let you know for sure when, it, when we know. Um, but in the near future, we will definitely set up a stream which I was saying would be either one minute or very long of me playing Stray and seeing if the silly glasses actually help with motion sickness when playing video games. Now, and the interesting we hope thing... It does. Yeah, we do hope. Um, the interesting thing is a lot of people, when I see TikToks with them on, they say that they really help. Uh, however, the actual instructions for the glasses is to put them on when you start to feel sick and to only wear them for like five minutes and then take them off. But that's clearly like not... Like I see people like sitting in a, in a car like wearing them or, like, there was someone wearing them to play Elden Ring, like, just keeping them on. So I'm going to just keep them on and just see if that prevents. Because otherwise, I'd be literally putting them on and taking them off all the time. I don't think that's worth it. Yeah, uh, we got to do this scientifically, is what I'm thinking. And uh, got to try it both ways. We got to do it both ways for for data. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But so hopefully that'll be fun. And we already did set up a, a Twitch and a YouTube channel, but there's nothing on them. So... Um, but Isaac, do you have a game that you would like to honk and or bonk? Yeah, so I recently found out that the, the, the listeners say that I have one job here, and that is to do the honks and bonks. Right. And so my last uh, time of not doing that, apparently, was I had one job and I failed at it. So I've, I've come back. I've got an oldie but a goodie, and I mean oldie in a... In, like, a semi-sarcastic sense, this is only, like, two or three years old. But, like, in video game time, that's forever ago. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. Valheim by Iron Gate AB. It is a survival builder game where you are a Viking soul in the afterlife. And you have to gain Odin's favor by doing a number of tasks and building up fortresses and stuff. 
its primary draw, I guess, is that it's like a multiplayer funzo game. It's like Minecraft, but instead of cubes, uh, actual geometry. And like when you place wooden planks and like wooden walls, it looks like wooden walls instead of cubes with a texture. But anyways, um, I played it entirely solo. And so these are going to be kind of skewed. Uh, there's an argument to be made that I should not judge a game based on playing it in a way that it's not necessarily designed to be. But boo to that. I will judge a game however I please. And so we enter the honks and the bonks. The first honk that I want to say is it's got simple, it's got super, super simple graphics, which like makes it look outdated. Like mm. it looks like it's much older than it actually is. That can be a turnoff for some people, but it does mean that you can play it on pretty much like any hardware. Like I was playing it before I did my big PC upgrade when I was struggling with a lot of things and it played super smoothly. Like there was some load times that I had to deal with. But besides that, like, the actual gameplay, there was no slowdowns or anything at all. Um, I think that's good. I think that people should... So there's places for both ends of the spectrum. There's pushing graphics as far as they can possibly go. And then there's, like, super utilitarian, like, here we are, folks. Here's the game. It doesn't look like the greatest thing in the world, but you can play it. And especially for a, for a multiplayer game, it's good, like, buy four copies, send three of them to your friends who may not have that good of a PC, and you can still play together. Mm -hmm. So good. Uh, another thing that I really liked about Valheim, uh, design-wise, is that they have, like, this food system. So, like I said, it's a survival builder game, so you're supposed to, like, forage for food and eat it. And there's other supplies, mostly building supplies, but food... Instead of being like, oh, you're hungry, so you have like negative 10 to all stats, or you're starving, you're taking damage as you move on, the food system only adds positives. You don't like get negatives for being hungry or tired or whatever. You oh, just, that's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, it just adds on to things. So, like, you will be better if you eat an apple, but not eating an apple is not going to like ruin your game experience nice which i think is good it means like like in a lot of these games when you're hungry you're now focused entirely on okay i have to acquire food in this game this is my number one goal right now because i'm going to absolutely suck until i get it and there's still some level of that like good food makes you so much better that there are things that you can do when you're like fed up that you can't necessarily do without food, but I don't know. I just, I like giving positives instead of doling out negatives. Like that's in general, I think more my style of playing games. I, I, I don't like it when I have to look at all these negative marks all the time because I'm not playing the right way. Let me play how I want. Dang it. But uh, yeah, that sounds, that sounds like someone who uh, has never played the Sims. <laughs> yeah all you have to do is feed them well i mean yes and no because then there's cheat codes and i could go on but <laughs> yeah when i compare this to like other games that i have played um i'm thinking about like no man's sky which doesn't really have like a hunger system it has oxygen system 
Like it has a couple things that you have to keep track of, like that you have to keep your temperature regulators energized and you have to keep your oxygen going. But there's not really negatives associated with that. It's just you are dying if you don't have these things going. Um, which I also like in its own way. And then I think Subnautica, I was playing on survival mode, which I actually don't remember how any of that worked. It's been so long since I've played Subnautica. I was thinking about Subnautica while you were talking because of that, because it's so... So I was... Because I did not play on survival mode because I didn't want to have to worry about it. Um, mm-hmm. so you, the only... I think you made the better choice. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I had to worry about, like, air. That was pretty much the, the one I had to worry about. But right. I remember you being really frustrated because, like, not only... Did you have to like maintain food? So you had to like hunt food or collect food and gather it. And then it took up space in your inventory. And then also it went bad. Yeah. That so if you was didn't eat it part. fast enough, it would go bad. So it was like way, almost like way too accurate. I think uh, that would have been like the whole game. Although you did advance faster than me regardless. So who knows? Uh, yeah. Cause I'm speedy McSpeederson. <laughs> yeah. But um, all right. So bonks, bonks. Uh, and I will admit it's been a while since I've played. There might have been like a pa- in, in interim patch since I played that addressed this, but there was really no tuning for it being a solo game. Or if there was, it wasn't tuned enough because I got to a point, there's this big slime boss. So like there's multiple biomes in the game. And each biome has a boss. And your goal is to get into the biome, gather the resources in that biome to upgrade your armor and weapons enough and get good enough food to improve your stats enough to fight the boss, which unlocks like the ability to go to the next biome. So you start with the plains, you go into the forest. Uh, I forget what's after the forest. Oh, the swamp, I think. So this is the boss of the swamp. Boss and of the swamp. That sounds pretty epic to me. The swamp boss. <laughs> and the first couple fights weren't like terrible. They 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 were fine. I was able to handle them solo. They the forest boss was a little annoying, but I could kind of hack it by standing slightly behind a tree. Or, like, a stone or something. I remember there was something where his attacks couldn't actually get through to me. And I could just pelt him with arrows. And when he got close enough, I would run to another, like, stone that blocked all of his attacks. And then pelt him with arrows. And then, I don't know. It it was cheap, but I was able to do it. But this slime boss summons infinite hordes of undead and heals. And does all this other stuff where I, I... was spending all my time running away from the hordes of undead because, you know, even if I was tooled up enough to be able to handle it, I can't take that many enemies at once, especially while he's attacking and, like, poisoning me and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I was running away from them, and by the time I destroyed a group of them, the next group would be spawned in. So I was just running infinite circles, and I was able to get his health down uh, eventually super low, but then I got killed, and then I got killed while running back, and uh, it forced my respawn all the way back to another base, which was on a different continent. I spent literally 15 minutes boating there. My boat was on 
the continent with this boss. And I basically gave up the game at that point. Uh, what I'm saying is that boss felt way overtuned for one person to fight. If there was two or even three people fighting there, it would have been completely effortless. But because they were just like, oh, yeah, there's there's it, it felt like they just always assumed a group was going to be involved. So they made it difficult for a group without considering that, hey, maybe someone might play solo. So mm-hmm. that's a definite bonk. I was going to say, I always hate that in games because I was the only child and I'm like, I will be playing this by myself. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this game is meant for two people. And um, if you don't have two people, it's 10 times harder. All right. Cool, 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 cool. Dope, dope. <laughs> but yeah, my other bonk is that the world generation, and this also might have been addressed. Uh, the world generation has tiny patches of super high level biomes that could still spawn enemies in them. So, all right, here's my exact situation. Um, I started building a base on the edge of the swamp when I arrived at the swamp. And then, like, a mosquito attacked me and, like, instantly shredded me. And then I walked back to the little base I was building, and I started building it more. I was like, wow, those mosquitoes sure are strong. And then, like, these tiny goblins just started swarming me and, like, one attack would instantly kill me and my attacks would do no damage. I'm like, what the heck is going on? What the heck is going on? And I look at the map and I see that there is a tiny little patch of Island, like literally like 10 square feet of a little triangle at the tip of a peninsula that the game considered the plains biome, Mm -hmm. which it goes like swamp. And then I believe mountain and then plains. If I remember right, I, it was basically multiple biome, biomes ahead of me, and it was spawning enemies of that biome that would then like notice me from the swamp biome and run over and mess with me. And I found several areas like that where <laughs> during World Gen, it just decided, oh yeah, this little sliver is going to be wicked high level and is going to spawn goblins. I remember starting a new game when a big patch came out just i started from scratch i was Mm -hmm. excited to see like from the beginning and the first place that i decided to build a a base there also had this thing going on where like these goblins were swarming me and i was like what what's going on with this why does this keep (laughs) happening um so that is weird i'm not sure if that's really a game design thing i guess the design should be uh Enemies can only spawn in biomes of a certain size. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So even if there is like a little bug in the world generation where it's like this tiny little teeny tiny patch of land is technically a different biome. It shouldn't be able to spawn super high level mosquitoes and goblins and stuff. Makes sense. Um, And then this is just going to be a little anecdote. Uh, it, It makes me think of there's a game Final Fantasy 1 where the speed run technique is you go to this one very specific point on a little peninsula and it's technically counted as a much higher level zone, but you intentionally go there because you can defeat the enemies and you get a bunch of levels very quickly. And then you can plow through the rest of the game like 10 levels higher than you're supposed to be. And it (laughs) reminds me of that, except this game doesn't have experience. So like, I'm not gaining usable rewards. (laughs) Yeah. It seems like most times, because you've described this too for other games, like most times 
having you be able to access those areas early is bad. Like the game should somehow stop you. <laughs> um, yeah, like there is the open world aspect where like, oh, you should be encouraged to explore and you should be able to explore. But there should also be a little bit of block. Like you shouldn't be able to accident like accidentally get into the situation if i ran into the planes and i saw warning signs that this was a high level area and i just kept going into the planes that's on me but if i'm like in the swamps and i can handle the swamps and i'm playing carefully for the swamps and then just suddenly the goblins from the planes are ripping me apart like that's not that's not my fault i didn't do anything bad as a player Mm-hmm. why am yeah. i being punished <laughs> yeah i think that's like the that's like the whole thing with open worlds from my very short experience of elden ring as well um, oh yeah we gotta get you more playing on that i know i will honk and bonk it once i feel i have experienced it enough but i have not yet i don't think so well those glasses will help <laughs> <laughs> well i didn't feel i don't think i felt sick while playing that one i can't watch you play it but that's just because you go so fast i'm speedy mcspeederson speedy mcspeederson you're a real gamer. <laughs> You're a real gamer too. But, yeah, but speaking I, of that, yeah. do you have any honksy bonksies? Yes. So I'm I'm gonna do something a little different today. Yeah. Mm. I don't like this. I don't like change. It's not that different. Stick um, so, to stick to the program. <laughs> oh boy, it's pretty much the program. So instead of honking and bonking a single game, I'm gonna honk and bonk Netflix games as like a oh. concept. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, so for those of you who might not know, um, Netflix released a bunch of games in November of 2021. I was trying to think of what year it is now and what last year would have been. It um, was 2023. Just kidding. It's 2022. No. <laughs> yeah. So in 20, November 2021, they released a like suite of games. Um, they currently have 24 titles of games. Um, they purchased game developer. I have it open. Um, do, 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 do. Where is it? Oh, man. I think it's called Next Games. Okay. Yeah. Next Games. They purchased that um, to help develop their games. And yeah. So their idea, they're like, oh, well, people like video games. Um, we should make them. I guess. Video games are kind of cool. I don't know. Some people <laughs> like them. I don't know anybody who does, but... And this is not the first time that Netflix has forayed into games. So this, the game Stranger Things, it used to be called... So I, I've talked about Stranger Things before, the mobile game that I've played. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a Netflix game. It's actually called Stranger Things 1984 is the one that I played. It's like the 8-bit flat view one. Um, they also have Stranger Things 3, the game, which is a more 3D version. I have not played. Um, but Stranger Things. So 19... wait, it's called Stranger. What's I'm? I just want to look up the other one. Is Stranger Things season three the game? Stranger Things three colon the game. Okay. All right, um, I'm gonna look that up while you talk. <laughs> okay. So yeah. So but Stranger Things 1984 was the one I played. That one was came out before this because I played it like I think after Stranger Things season three or during Stranger Things season three. So, um, yeah. So just saying that that was that was already out. Also, if uh, anyone wants to relive Bandersnatch, if we remember Bandersnatch, um, which was a basically choose your own adventure movie that Netflix released. Uh, that's pretty much a video game. And it was about video game 
developing, right? I think that was the main character. Um, I and actually then, never experienced Bandersnatch you despite never all the hype. experienced no. Bandersnatch? Well, people started talking about it, and I was like, that's just a that's just a video game. And everyone was like, it's not a video game, it's on Netflix. And I was like, no, that's... <laughs> No, it's it's a video game. It's not the genre I'm interested in, so I'm going to I'm going to avoid this one until Black Mirror gives me a show. That's what I look for on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, I guess like would you count it as like would it be like a like a story video game, like a like a visual novel? Yeah. Oh, I would consider Bandersnatch basically the exact same thing as Life is Strange. I think it's less interactive than Life is Strange, though, because Life is Strange, I can, like, use powers. And, like, Bandersnatch, I That's literally true. Yes. can just click but choices. At its core, I would say they're the same genre. Life is Strange has just taken steps to be like, oh, we should do some of this interaction stuff that people seem to like. Yeah, I guess. But So the other thing with it, though, which I guess is similar to Life is Strange, um, but because it's not actually a video game, so, like, there's not a lot of, like, things you do. Like, you watch it, and then you select a choice, right? That's, yes. That's- yeah. So the reason that's frustrating is because if you want to seek out alternate endings or other scenes, like if you're trying to like uncover things that you didn't get the first watch through, you just sit there and rewatch the same thing. Whereas at least if you're replaying a video game, you're actively doing stuff, right? Like I'm looking under this thing. I'm smashing this thing. You know what I mean? I'm talking to this person. There's like more of an active role in the replay, but I guess it's it's yeah. to each their own. Um, so yeah, so that was, I did do, I did experience Vandersnatch. I did not do... Very much in in terms of like rewatching or hunting down secret things. I think we did like one playthrough and then went back and did like one thing that changed. Um, it was engaging, whatever. engaging, yeah. And then there's also the um, the remarkable Kimmy Schmidt had a movie that was also Choose Your Own Adventure, and I don't even remember the title of that. Um, oh, that's interesting. That's not I where I would expect that. I haven't seen a lot of that show, but it's. It's got its moments, and it's also got its, like, mm, moments. Okay. Um, <laughs> the only the thing I, I really know about it is the cats joke. Oh, yep. That was actually very good. See, that's one of the ones where I'm like, that that was amazing. That was fantastic. <laughs> but, yeah, so so they've, they've forayed into that. The Kimmy Schmidt one, though, obviously, like, since you hadn't even heard of that, like, and I can't remember the title, obviously was not as, like, promoted or successful as Bandersnatch. We need to advertise um, <laughs> these things better. Come on, Netflix. Yeah. So that was kind of their like previous gaming endeavors. Then they're like, we're going to release, we're going to make a gaming situation. Um, so if you're on your mobile Netflix app, you can find Netflix games by scrolling in the app. Um, you know how they'll have like currently watching or like new for you. There's yep. one segment called games and that just shows all the games. Now, is that only on PC? Is that only like in the web app? Or it's do only you do mobile. It- only mobile. Okay, that's why yep. I've never seen it then, because I <laughs> yep. have never opened Netflix on a mobile device. Yeah, so I, I did because I was I was on a plane, so I like to download some shows to watch on the plane, and I was able to explore that. But yeah, so you can see them there. Uh, but the funny thing, and this could be a bonk, it's not my official bonk, but is that you click on the game, it'll tell you about the game, and then when you want to play it, you have to. it takes you to the App Store, and you have to download it as a separate app. I think that, so it, this is reminding me, uh, this was a big hullabaloo, I think a, a year or two back, uh, where Apple Store or Google Store were like suing like Epic or some other game, like game stores within their like ecosystem. And they were like, hey, you have to, like, you have to go through our store oh, for it. downloading apps. We 
you can't do like in-app purchases of other games or shows or something uh and because i think it bypasses their like their fee that they get or whatever yeah download yeah so they were pretty mad about that and i don't actually remember the result of that course court case if it ever cleared up but i remember there being some funny stuff coming out of it yeah i think that i slightly remember that you're right so this might be there might be it might have been kind of a forced choice yeah. To do it that way, but it's a little weird. I mean, I guess part of it is I would like to play the game in the Netflix app if I already have the Netflix app. It's a little bit like... Yeah. But, hey. All right. So, um, so I decided to kind of test the service out. So one of the reasons I wanted to do this for the show is there's a report I read that less than 1% of Netflix users have used Netflix games. <laughs> less <laughs> you're, you're, than 1%. You're part of the less than 1%. Yeah, so I was like, I want to be part of that. I'm going to boost <laughs> their games. I'm going to try some of these games. Um, so the very first thing, and I'm just going to kind of talk about the experience of it, and then I'll honk and bonk um, kind of the games as a whole. And I might eventually honk and bonk some of the games on their own um, because I didn't play every single one. That would have been cool, but I didn't have time for that. <laughs> so I my first... And this is a bonk. I'm just going to say, yeah, let's just start off with a bonk. I noticed immediately in looking at their catalog of games, which 24 is not that many, honestly. No. They do not connect to shows. I thought Netflix They're games, just random games would be shows. I thought it would be about shows because also because I played Stranger Things, the, the, the Stranger Things game. So I was, and I loved that. I thought that was a great game. <laughs> so they have, yeah, they have Stranger Things 1984 and they have Stranger Things through the game. And other than that, None of the sh- games connect to shows. None of them. Uh, incredible. Perfect. Blows my mind. That is a huge bonk. Like, so they have, and, and a lot of the games are, and this is another bonk. I guess I'm starting with bonks, but that's fine. <laughs> We're the bonks and honks flip it around. Yeah, the bonks and honks. So another bonk is that a lot of them are very, like, um, they look like the games you see ads for on Instagram that aren't real. So, what? <laughs> Would you say, um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the term asset flip? I'm not. I'm not. Okay, so um, I, I guess there's there's two different kinds, and I'm not sure which one is more often used, but the part, the one that I think of is you take like a game that exists that you know works. Yeah, okay. And... You change the graphics so that uh, you can release it yourself. Like, you you obviously reproduce the game as closely as you can. So, it's like, if you took Angry Birds and you made it um, Angry Pigs, which I think pigs are in Angry Birds, but, like, Angry Cows. Uh, If you took Flappy Bird and uh, made it Flappy Pig. I don't know why I'm only thinking. Like, the only animals that exist in my brain right now are pigs, birds, and cows. I don't know. Uh, it's a regular barnyard in here. Yeah, no, I get that. So, okay, but the thing is, like, I want them to do that. Like, okay, so a lot of them, again, they're, so they have action. They have they have a lot of card games. They have role-playing. Like, I do, a lot of them look interesting. Some of the action games I didn't start on purpose because I was like, I probably would take some time to actually play through them. Oh, um, yeah. And they're all, like, pretty good, but it's like, it's like, okay, so you have a match three game. It's called Knittens, and it's Kittens... It's like kittens and yarn themed, whatever. But like, make it, you have a show called uh, Nailed It. Make it about cake. Or is it cake? Like, that. it could also theme be. it on cake. They've got the yarn already. It could be Pui Pui Molkar. <laughs> Pui Pui Molkar. Yeah. But like, literally, <laughs> like, okay, Netflix owns so much. Like, 
just make any of these games that like theme them that like there's a game um an rpg where is it i'm looking at them right now on the app um all right there's a there's a kingdom simulator townsman or kingdom rebuilt why is that not like outlander themed i don't know like is outlander on netflix well, it is, but I guess it's technically okay. a star show. They probably couldn't do that. But I mean, come on. Like, Netflix has, like, castle-themed. Make it a Witcher-themed yeah. game. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, <laughs> d- get on this. Like, why is this so hard? Like, <laughs> like Squid Game. It has the name game in the title, and yet none of these games are Squid Game-themed. <laughs> That's uh, a big miss. I just don't understand. Like, they, they own so much. They own so much. And they're like, no, I'm going to make a match three game from complete scratch. I'm just going to not use what I have. Um, they, they are going to make a, um, a queen's gambit game. I think we've talked about this. You had a uh, off pod, but which is not chess, which is just the absolute unhinged thing. Um, so that's coming, but no, no, no. It's to, it's to get the vibe of the show in a game format. So yeah, the, the, the it's just, it's just wild. It's just, it's like, just play chess, just play online chess and you're doing it. Um, anyway, so, so that's kind of the biggest bonk for me is like, it's Netflix games. Why are they not about Netflix shows? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You want to stay within <laughs> They're the just ecosystem. Games. And Netflix has enough like kids shows, like Netflix, like made kids shows. So I don't think yeah. that there would be like licensing issues there. They have enough of them. Where you'd think that would be the the target demographic, like Cartoon oh, yeah. Network used to have their Flash Games portal, yes. which would be a bunch of Cartoon Network. That was exactly what characters. I was thinking. Not Cartoon Network because I didn't really watch that as a kid. I but think like, Nickelodeon did. Yeah, it Nickelodeon, too, uh, Disney. Disney did it. Yeah, and so it's like again, like you were saying, things that work. So like. Uh, I think the SpongeBob sandwich stacker game is a great example where you're moving SpongeBob around the base of the game and sandwich ingredients are coming and you have to catch them in order like that's a game you play in multiple different varieties right mm-hmm. like it's just mm-hmm. a, a type of game that exists and they're like let's just put it let's just make it spongebob yeah great perfect <laughs> i'm in you know like you got me i'm here <laughs> so. never have i ever um stacking game win <laughs> Oh really? Yeah, I like I like I liked them, but anyway, the the point is like stacking games exist. They took SpongeBob and they made a stacking game with SpongeBob. That's a very easy thing to do. Why are we not doing yeah. that? Netflix, like get on that. Um, but also Netflix, if you steal this idea, you do have to pay me for it. Uh, yeah, we give us royalties. <laughs> now they clear. can't do it. it. It's now that we've put this out there, they, they literally can't do, can't do this without getting allowed. permission from us first. They're not so. allowed. Um, okay, so I'm just gonna finish off the box since I started with the box. So the final box is that they're pretty easy games to play, like almost. I don't want to say too easy because the second one I played was a little harder, but they're not mindless. I think if you're, so there's two ways. They can make games that are really engaging or games that are mindless enough that you can watch Netflix while you play. Uh Oh, that's a good idea. I often put Gilmore Girls on in the background and play Matchington. Like that's a thing I do to chill out. Because Matchington is like very low brain and, and I'm just match three-ing and then Gilmore Girls is also a little bit low brain because I already seen it. So it's just like a, a vibe. I'm just vibing. And like I think they 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 required a little bit too much of your attention. 
um, to do that. And so it's like, well, either make a game that you know people would watch shows and play or like make a very like intricate game mm-hmm. um, that's like fully its own game, which I think they have a couple of. Like I said, I haven't played everything, so I, I can't really judge. But like the adventure games look pretty involved. So I'm and sure the there's a name for too. this. <laughs> I'm sure there's a name for this, but it feels like almost an uncanny valley type type of situation it's like not quite in the right yeah yeah like it's hitting that perfect zone where it's just like not good whereas if you went any more towards like super realistic you wouldn't be able to tell or uh more robotic it wouldn't bother you uh it's it sounds like there is a zone for games where it's like you need you need to hit this level (laughs) yeah of mindlessness versus trivialness that that's the that's the make that game maybe zone. like the attention the attention valley <laughs> the attention like, valley there we yeah. go because it's like i have to pay too much attention where i can't multitask but not enough attention where i'm fully involved mm-hmm. <laughs> um so yeah anyway the attention valley all right so now i'm gonna go to the honks because it's actually it's it's you know all right so my first honk is there's some genuinely good games in here like for sure and i again i i might play more and maybe Name i'll honk I'm going to name them right now. (laughs) Well, so like I said, Stranger Things 1984, I really like. Um, And I do want to play Stranger Things 3 because I'm sure it'll be similarly good. But again, though, part of it is because I like the show Stranger Things. And it's fun to Mm -hmm. play those characters and be in that scenario again, you know. Um, The other game I played that I liked was called Wonder Putt. And it's a mini golf game. Okay, Um, we like that. (laughs) And what's cool about it is the setting is very unique so it's basically like people are exploring and you're moving through like i honestly tried to look up more of the lore um in in game i didn't like google it but it's it seems like deep lore like these people have like are exploring different layers of civilization so you play like you start and it's like all forested and then it moves to like robotic but it's also just like very minimal designed and very smooth and each level has a really neat transition like how to get to the next level like the animations are cool um this is a mini golf game yeah okay yep (laughs) incredible Uh awesome so that's what i'm saying like it's pretty cool (laughs) yeah that's uh i actually really enjoyed it um and i would keep playing it but again like that's one where well i can't do other things because i have to pay attention to all of these like intricate like pathways i have to get this ball to go through I'm also really bad at it. So like, it'll be like par six. And it was like, you got it in 21 strokes. <laughs> Yay. Good, good, um, good. Doing great. Yeah. So again, like not too easy, right? Because it's it's still challenging, but it's it's relaxing. It's a puzzle, more of a puzzle game. Um, I did play one about called Bowling Ballers that I think is definitely for like ages like seven and up. Um, it was way too easy. And it looked like those games where like you're just dragging your finger that you see on ads all the time. Like that. Anyway, um, I'll put I'll put I'll post it on the socials. So you can see what it looks like. But that one, I was like, eh, no. So it's a but but again, like there's some generally good games. The games I looked at, I mean, the graphics look great. You know, like they look great, they function great, they run well. Um, that's not an issue. They they're just good. They're fine. Like they're, <laughs> they're fine. And I'm sure there's some other hidden gems in there. They're good games. Um, and the other honk that I have is that they they are included with your Netflix subscription. So because of that, I think that's why they're so smooth and nice is, you know, they're not free. Um, they're fully designed and they also don't have any ads in them or purchases that they're trying oh, nice. to get you to make. Because you, so you once you download a game, 
Um, you sign into your Netflix account before you start playing, and then and then it's free, and you don't have to worry about that. So I think that's kind of nice, and it makes for some really smooth games. So if you are interested in mobile games, like if you're if you like mobile games, um, and you haven't checked out Netflix games, and you have a Netflix account, those three things apply to you. You might actually really <laughs> enjoy uh, the games they have here, and I'm excited to keep trying them. Um, and I will definitely go in. Um, if I play the adventure RPG games, I will definitely go into full honks and bonks of those once I play them. So nice. that was a little bit of a longer segment for me, but I thought it would be fun to do a deep dive into what's going on with Netflix games. <laughs> All righty. So that brings us to a time when we might have some ideas about games that should or should not exist. Isaac, do you have a game pitch for me today? I got, I do got a little, good. I got a little game going on here. I was um, hoping, I was hoping. I have a game that I am calling Seizing's Greetings. Good. I'm going to let that settle in. Good. It's a play on words, like Seizing's Greetings, but Seizing's Greetings. Okay, I did what think you just you said. What are you seizing? I thought you, you said Seizing's, asking. yeah. Okay. No, 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 it's Seizing. 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 S-E-I-Z-I-N-G. And what are you seizing? Well, you are holiday repo elves. Parents have taken on too much of a role of Santa, and they are giving their naughty kids presents. No, 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 that cannot fly. These naughty kids keep being naughty because they are not being properly punished for their behavior. Wow. So you are the crack team of elf infiltration experts who get into the house and get those good, good presents away from those naughty, naughty kids. Amazing. Amazing. So you break in. It is a it is a team stealth-based infiltration game, um, which I, t- team implies multiplayer. I guess it could be played that way, but this is meant to be like a, a, you are controlling multiple people at once because you have to fan out and go throughout the entire house because... It's not always as easy as just, oh, you go to the tree and you grab the presents. Sometimes, you know, the parents keep the presents in the closet until the morning of. Oh, interesting. Or sometimes they haven't put them out yet, you know? So, like, each mission has its own dynamic going on. So, this Uh, is interesting because I initially, when you are describing it, thought that they would come after Christmas and, like, take... (laughs) No, 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 no. You have to make... You have to make the Christmas morning experience bad for these naughty, naughty mm-hmm. kids. They have to get their coal, and the parents have to be confused. But yeah, you break in. So you start off outside the house, and you have your team of elf experts, and they each maybe have different skills. They're better at like specific tasks that are required. Um, one might be good at like analyzing flaws in the security systems because some houses have security systems that you have to break through you have to figure out like do i go in the window on this one which window do i go in do i go through the chimney does this chimney have a nest of raccoons living in it that's going to make this infiltration mission hard uh is there a doggy door is there any signs of there being (laughs) dogs or cats or something because you like you can go through a doggy door, but if there is a dog there, you're going to have some trouble. You're going to get caught on this infiltration mission. And you also have to manage each one of your little elves individually as they spread throughout the house. Um, 
keep track of what they're doing and make sure that they don't give themselves away. So a lot of stuff going on. Sometimes you have to sneak into the parents' room, get into their closet, and then you have to you have to get the gifts outside of the house too. And sometimes the gifts are really big, so you have to figure out how to do that. Oh, you don't have just magic? Uh now that you say that, it's like, yes, these are elves. They should probably have magic. Like, they should have a reverse Santa's bag where you can just put really big items inside of it. So maybe you just ruined one of my gameplay elements. Sorry. Oh, my God. I just thought the task <laughs> would be fi- more about finding, and then you have, like, a wand or something that's, like, poop, That's repoed. fair, yeah. But, okay. the, you know, the reason I thought that is because there is a repo man in The Sims, um, and that's how it works, is he comes in, and then he touches an item, and it just, like, poop disappears. <laughs> Okay, yeah, so, no, that's, anyway, that's that what was, we're that working with here. That was the image, yeah. Okay, go ahead, continue. <laughs> oh, no, so that's basically done. That's Seizing's Greetings. I actually really like it. I think it's really funny, <laughs> um, which is a good thing in a game. And I also think, like, it's, again, it's, a, it's, it's a, I think it'd just be, like, a fun, light game with, like, kind of a dark story. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, maybe, maybe I could get this, uh... I could sell this one in Netflix. <laughs> yeah, because they don't have any shows about that, so it's perfect. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I could see it as a mobile game, though. I could. Yeah. I could work as that. Cool. So, yeah, th- that's Seizing's Greetings, uh, the next hit Netflix game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not sure if we could say that. Can we say that? Should we cut that? Uh, yeah. be- do you have be- a pitch? I do have a pitch, yes. Um. So, I struggled... I struggled this week to come up with a oh. pitch. I really did. Uh, I don't know if this is really a game. It's more of like a B-roll generator for audio. What? Which is why I said it's kind of like CAPTCHA or ReCAPTCHA. The like, are you a robot? Because they take, sometimes they'll take like small snippets of text from documents and and then you're technically helping them transcribe them mm-hmm. to digital. Yes. If people didn't know that, that's sometimes sometimes what's going on. Um, so this is like so you play it, the game, if you could call it that. I don't know. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna roll with it. We're gonna see where. Yeah, it goes. no, you can call it a game. Well, um, well, let's let's listen to more of this. Let's let's see would, where we're going here. It might be an illegal game actually, but it would play you a pop song, and then you have to create a song using like the computer that sounds enough like the song that it's recognizable, but is. Um, Different enough that it's not a copyright infringement. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this is buck wild. Um, I don't... Hmm. Are there very strict rules in copyright infringement? Or is it more of, uh, you know, this feels like copyright infringement and we have enough evidence to suggest that it is? So for music, it is more nebulous, um, but definitely, like... They can look at, like, bars of music um, and, like, melody. So I think the ga- what the game algorithm would be doing is, like, it could, there would be a percent match of, like, you can't go over this percent match or it's too close. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. And, and I the, like this. <laughs> so it's supposed to be, like, a fun, like, music challenge for people who are musically inclined, which I realized last week I also pitched, I think it was last week, I pitched the writing game. Or no, it was two mm-hmm. weeks ago. Which is also to help writers. So it's like, wow, I'm really helping. I'm helping artists out here. You but, love the creatives is what it is. It could kind of like live on its own. But I was also thinking this is a great way to like generate 
like free music for for like things because part of my day job is um using like b-roll and free music and things like that uh, or co- or you okay. know b-roll music it's not always free but um and i'll be like oh i really want a song that sounds like the sound of music but you can't google that like on a on a free service like they like they don't yeah. i have to like manipulate figure out what that really sounds like and then like figure out how to ask for that wouldn't it be cool if it just existed and you could just make it and it'd be funny um so i don't know that's how that's how i came up with it i don't know if this is like a this probably violates copyright in like a million ways which is why it will never be made (laughs) the only way that i could see this working is if you made songs for this like like if you didn't like you couldn't use kesha's tiktok which I don't know why that was the song that came to my head. Uh, you couldn't use that, but you could compose a song for your game yeah, for people to riff fun. off of. So what I, I know, think, I know. It ruins what, what, the core So what you have to do, I guess you're right. We probably couldn't play the song on the actual game because that would be copyright. But what you could do is like, so I was watching, um, what are they called? Blind items, which is like gossip things where you can't actually say the, the name of the person you're gossiping about, like gossip magazines. Okay. But they would say, like, he was like Justin Bieber, would be like, Canadian youthful singer. And then, okay. You, and then, and then they can't get in trouble for saying anything because you can't prove that they were talking about Justin Bieber. So, like, for Kesha, it could be like, dollar sign artist clock app song. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I don't know what you're talking about. Yep. Who nope. could say? Definitely, definitely unknown, unknown. And then that's how you could search it too on the database, whatever that it creates is like. Cool. Yeah, I want something yeah. that sounds like that. I don't know. Anyway, that's that's the game. It's called Sounds Like, and it is never going to be made, but <laughs> for lots of reasons. I like it. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, you know what that means. We've pitched. We've honked. We've bonked. It's time for the rapid fire round. <gasps> So, Sounds ominous. It's not. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. I was very scared. So what we're going to do here is we're going to generate three random words. Um, we have not seen them before. We have to come up with a game idea with those three words. We have to use each word, but we can stretch the definition, and we have stretched the definitions in the past. We then only have five minutes to do all that, and then guess what? We have a game idea that we've generated. But the reason I paused is because I remembered that I came up with a fun one well, I was on the plane. Okay. So I want to do those three words first. Wait, hold on. Is that cheating? Because well, like you've you've been percolating these uh, three words. I have words. not percolated. I saw okay. them and I took a picture and then I moved on. But I don't okay. think it's cheating because like we get we also get listeners right in and it's like I read the email before. I never thought that you would read the email before. I don't well, know how my brain missed that How else that would step. I do it? Like, you have <laughs> like, unless they literally only submit words, I have to read the email to know if there's anything in there we have to talk about. Like, I have no, to No, you're absolutely, you're like, you are absolutely correct. It's just my brain did not make Or like when full... someone texted in, it's like, I read the text before we recorded. Yep. I just don't think about the game. You just have to trust that my brain. Okay, that I trust that brain. you are not cheating this okay, this good. sacred system. Yeah. So okay. So um, it was because so there was a, a copy of Hemif- Hemispheres magazine in the back of my seat back pocket, and it yeah, had three famous. words. I love it. It had three words on the top 
that were completely unrelated to flying or um, each other. And so I took a picture of it because I thought it'd be a funny honk and bonk. Or not honk and bonk. Rapid fire. So here we go. Technically, they're, they're, okay, they're, some of them are compound words, but anyway. Okay. College towns. Okay. Aubrey Plaza. Oh. (laughs) Quebec. Start the clock. Okay, college towns, Aubrey Plaza, and Quebec. Um. <sighs> Ooh, okay, okay. Maybe because Quebec has French. Yep. And colleges. Yes, but it's not a town, it's a city. Well, no, Quebec is a province. Quebec City is a city. Oh, <laughs> ah, dang it, dang nabbit. Okay, all right, yeah, all right, all right, all so, right. So it is a French-speaking well, college one- town. Yeah, I was wondering if we could like Quebec also has like funny slang, like like Quebecois French slang. So I'm wondering if there could be like some kind of puzzle element where like you don't understand what anyone's saying, and then like as you play the game, you like learn. Okay, wait, no, I really like this. I've seen other games with, like, a similar sort of situation where, like, the most of the sentence will be clear, but, like, oh, yeah. like there will be, like, a highlighted letter. Actually, uh, uh, so here's a core gameplay element, right? Like, you're having a conversation, you sort of understand the language. Uh, there are words that you have to figure out through intuition and conversation and stuff so like it'll have like a normal sentence and like one word will be a different color and then Mm -hmm. it'll give you a choice of options and you have to based on the context of the rest of the sentence figure out what that word means to progress and maybe maybe there's like different like different stores or classes or people that have mm-hmm. like a difficulty level where oh, yep. more words will be uh, ex- like exchanged. Mm-hmm. But if you learn those words at an easier location, then it makes their like puzzle easier. Oh, I like that. Ooh, excuse me. I like that a lot. That's cool. Yeah. So, and it would um, teach Quebecois, which is fun. Oh, I was thinking that it just would not be real language because if oh, you actually know, if you true. like actually know actually from the slang, you'd the be like, this is not even a game. Okay, Excuse no, me, right, this right. is. <laughs> no, you're right. We're going to take the idea of Quebec because that's yes. what we do in, in the rapid fire and put it into this like nonsense. Like we have to like unscramble nonsense. Okay, perfect. Um, would it be considered a crime? Like would the Quebecois government put bounties on our head if we used the lore that it was like actually Quebec? Quebec, Quebec, but put everything in English. Like with that, um, they would hate it. Yeah, they. I don't yeah, think they okay. would. They wouldn't arrest us, but they probably would refuse to have our game in their province. Okay, they would just like ban the game. Yeah. There would be want. I would like it if there was wanted posters of us. Yeah, though. it's like we're wanted, but I wouldn't want to do that because, like, obviously, we want to live in Canada someday. Maybe do not right? serve these people. Oh so, well, like, maybe yeah. We would. We would really be making a bad name for ourselves if we made openly made fun of quebec that's um, true so yeah okay so th- so it takes place at a school and you're like a college student and you have to like talk and interact with people to like decode this language where does Aubrey problem aubrey plus fit in um so either the main goal of the game is to like i don't know she's like 
at a party in town or something and you've got to figure out by talking to all these people where in town she is so you can like oh meet my god her. yeah or okay. yeah okay. there is just a random location in the game that's a plaza that is called Aubrey, Aubrey Plaza. Plaza. I actually like the, that that like she's visiting. Maybe like she's gonna give a talk at the college, and you're trying to meet her like ahead of time so you can get an autograph or something. You're mm-hmm. just like a big Aubrey Plaza fan, and that's your motivation to play this game. Is like <laughs> I need to decode enough. There, there's a flyer. I need to decode enough of this language. The flyer is completely coded, and so oh, in order yeah. to read the flyer with the information about the Aubrey Plaza event, <laughs> <laughs> you need to and do now, this. Play this game. What's it called? <sighs> That's a good question. Aubrey's number one fan. <laughs> I don't know. Meeting Aubrey Plaza. Meeting Aubrey Plaza. I think we're good. I think we're going to call it. Okay, we have 10 seconds left, so that's good. Oh, wow, good. that was good. Yeah, wow, that was right up to the, wow. All right, well, thank you for uh, indulging my weird airplane words. Yeah. From Hemisphere Magazine. Okay. Our next three words. It didn't save three because I have a new laptop. Okay. Who boy. Oh, this these are related. Pest. Pest. Scratch. Scratch. And chip. Okay. Um. Okay. All right. This is easy. Um, is easy? Is no, easy yeah, you're just you're just a cat who has to defeat all of the mice uh, that are trying to steal your owner's chips. Mm, well, what's the pest? What's the scratch part? That's the cat. Just because cats scratch. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking that this is like uh this is this is like an arena style game. So okay. there's like it like. Flash games used to do this a lot, where it's just, like, you've got one screen and, like, enemies come from, like, all directions. And then you just fight them and try to get the high score. I'm imagining, like, that sort of thing. Um, Different arenas are, like, different rooms that might have, like, different layouts. Um, So mice will spawn from, like, mouse holes and uh, other doorways and stuff. And you just run around and uh, you got to swipe at them. They run away because I don't like it when animals perform violence upon each other. Okay. Except for cartoonishly. Okay, I like this idea. I'm going with it, but I have one step up. It's not... You don't play as a cat. It's a game for cats. It's an iPad game for cats. Oh, we've never done one of those before. Okay, no. well then, okay. So, I mean, yeah, that's the same basic idea. <laughs> yeah, it's the same. The it's just mice the are on be, the screen. Right, they're coming in. You swipe them. You level up. More mice appear. Uh, yeah, that's... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but then how do we include chips in there? Like, the cat the won't are... understand the goal. It won't, but the humans will, and they'll think it's fun. Okay. All right. Boom. All right. Um, and the game is called Protect the Chips, a game for cats. Protect the Chips? I don't know. A game for cats. <laughs> a game for cats. All right. Protect the... All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Three minutes left. Wow. We nailed that one. Wow. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, are you ready for our final three words? I am ready for this rapidest of fire rounds. Ooh, okay, here we go. Good for Shark Week. Ready? I guess Shark Week was like two weeks ago. Doll. All right. Shark. Doll shark. Doll. Doll? Yeah. Doll and doll. We have 
They're very similar. Oh, words. I thought that you were correcting what... Uh, okay, no, all right. Dull, so it's dull, shark, doll. and doll. So, and by the way, we just synchronously, synchronously said shark way, together way better than we've ever done make that game together. So what can you, we, what can you, ca- what let's can capture you that energy. All right. Captured. Dull, sharp, doll. So the first thing I thought of actually Dull, was shark, like, because we were talking about those games, um, like spooky games you play at night at sleepover is like, make okay, the doll yeah. come alive. That's what came to mind immediately for me. I don't know where dull comes in, but it could be like a haunted shark doll. It's a haunted shark doll with a knife. But it's that a dull knife. Dull. Or teeth. Or no, a knife. A knife is funnier. I like the image yeah. of, a, of a shark that, holding like, a knife. Or you have a dull knife to defend yourself. Like, yeah. The goal is to get the dull knife so that you can defend yourself. Okay. Okay. So like, you can't actually like, like cut the shark doll when it swims through the air at you. But like, you can annoy it enough where it has to swim away. I imagine it's swimming through the air. By the way. So I think yes, obviously. So I think, um, how about like, because if this is like, oh, it's like haunted at a sleepover, you're, you are in your parents' house. And because of that, mm-hmm. all you have access to are butter knives. So the shark is yes. holding a butter knife and you are holding a butter knife. And you oh, knife. okay. All right. Well, be, you're right. Because the shark needs a weapon because its teeth, even um, if it's haunted, it's, it's still going to be fabric. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. But it's, but it's adult, but it's funny because it's like not an actual like scary knife. Yeah, like that. Like no one can actually hurt each other, and then you just survive till dawn with. A, so, like I say, survive, but like we've just established that like death isn't actually happening. But I imagine that your goal is to like keep as many girls, or not girls, but it's. I don't think we specified like. Yeah, uh, sleepover members alive as possible. Yeah, quote unquote alive. I think it's uh, like if you get. If you get like touched by the shark, you're like, oh no. And it's just kind of like, oh no. Oh no. Uh maybe maybe it like captures your soul in its little <laughs> shark. Okay. But yeah, but the, when the sun comes up, all the souls go back. I feel like I don't want yes. it to be like actually dark. No, um, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. Like as, assuming that you you yourself do not get captured, uh all the souls come back. Yeah. No, I, th- I think this is good. And then, yeah, so, like, you get points for, like, everybody you kept alive. And if you, like, keep everybody alive, then you win the game. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's a great game. What are we going to call it, though? I mean, Shark, shark Attack. And seek. Shark and Seek. Knife and Seek. Shark-, shark and Seek is good. Hide and Shark. I was going to think, I was just going to call it Haunted Shark. <laughs> that's not really it. I like Shark and Seek. Shark and Seek. I like it. I like All Shark right. and Seek. Shark and Seek. We've got a minute and 40 seconds left. Awesome. Nailed All it. Right. We did nail it. So, yeah. So, that's the end of our show for today. Um, we have social media. We do post <gasps> there occasionally. Um, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Make That Game Pod. You can also email us if you have three words that, like, yeah, I will read ahead of time. Um, (laughs) If you have a game that you want us to honk and bonk on the show, if you have any other kinds of cool ideas or things you want us to share, uh, you can email us at makethatgamepodcast at gmail.com. And we thank you all for listening. If you heard a game idea today, 
uh, that you think, hey, this game has to exist. I would love to make it. We encourage you to go out there and make, make that, that game. game.